the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Real Life Radio is a service of River City Community Church. Grace and peace to you and welcome to Real Life Radio with Pastor Sean Azaro of River City Community Church in San Antonio, Texas. A church that exists to help people just like you find the real life you were created for and then find it to the full. That's what Jesus said in John 10.10. And we continue in a series called Do-Over with a message called a Vision Do-Over. Do you have a vision for your life? Are you where you thought you would be? Pastor Sean has some help and hope on the way if you want to be on the right path. This is Real Life Radio. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this down because this is really significant. The foundation of a new vision is a new name. The foundation of a new vision is always a new name. See, I think a lot of us get hung up right here. We're not sure we want a new name. I want God's vision because it seems pretty cool. I want God's blessing because that's awesome. I want his protection. I want his provision. I want all the promises. I don't know about this new name thing because that is kind of big. And I definitely don't want my interaction with God to wound any area of my life, be it my pride, my self-sufficiency, my tendency to kind of try to bring God's things around through my own efforts and my own means, even if they shortcut every now and then. I don't want any of that stuff wounded, and I definitely am not sure I want a new name. What's wrong with my old name? What's wrong with the name Jacob? Well, it had become synonymous with deceiver. And God says, I'm going to give you a new name. And Jacob's new name addresses three questions that every one of us are going to face as we consider giving our life to a vision bigger than ourselves. The first question is very simply, who are you? Who are you? It's called the question of identity. Jacob needed a new identity, fundamentally. And I want to suggest that is true for every single one of us when we come to Jesus Christ and become followers of him. And if we're actually going to realize the life he created us for and the vision he has, we're going to need a new identity. I met with a couple just this last week, Lori and I did. This is a couple who went through a horrible experience that ended in divorce. Married couple that became so lost somewhere in their relationship. This was a great couple, great family. But things were were breaking down, breaking down, breaking down. And they got divorced. It shocked all of us. It got to the place where she just left. And here this family that we knew and loved was shattered. Well, God did an amazing work. And as we sat with this couple this last week, they each shared about what kind of led them to that place. For her particularly, some of the unique issues that they had in their marriage, which were significant, but not totally unusual. They were just stuff. But they spoke to and they wounded an area in her identity. You see, she'd had issues being raised and the identity issues and these things that her husband would do, innocently enough, would 
ding her identity because she was still living in that old identity. Turns out when, when asked that he said the, some of those things he was doing, there were control issues, there were things, and they were based out of his sense of identity and needing to perform, needing to continually push the envelope. And I have to tell you, God brought them to a place, brought her to a place where she reached the end of her rope and did an amazing miracle in her life. And I sat and listened to that couple. I sat and listened to them tell me how God has totally transformed them and it all centers to this idea of identity. She sat and shared, I realize I am accepted and I am loved by him and I realize in him, his eyes I'm precious. I, re- I, have, I feel the love of God in a way that is different than I've ever felt it before. And he said, I realize I don't need to push, I don't need to control because I'm accepted. I don't need to constantly be competing, competing, competing because I'm accepted in him. And to sit and see how in love they are and to see what God has done. And within the next month, David and Yvonne Kishi are going to be remarried. And that is such an answer to prayer. This is a great family who God has done a miraculous work. I asked their permission to share that story, knowing what I'm going to be talking about, because it all centered on identity. And I mean, I have, they, are, they are being honest. How many of our issues struggle with our, are, are rooted in our identity issues? Stop and think about it. How many of the things I do that I later go, why did I do that? It's because of an identity issue. Because I needed to assert myself. I needed them to know the truth. I needed them to understand, no, no, this is an identity issue. The new name that Jacob was given was all about identity. See, Ephesians 5.8 says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of the light. You're different now. You have a new identity. You're different. Be different. Colossians 3, 9 and 10. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off the old self with its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge of the, in the image of its creator. You have a new self. Stop lying to yourself about who you are. Do you understand how many lies we kind of just swallow and accept every single day about who we are? Before you're ever going to be able to realize the vision God has for you, you have to stop believing those lies. You have to recognize your new identity in him. The lie, I'm unloved. The truth is, I'm a beloved child of God. John 1.12 says, as many as received him, to them he gave, he gave the right to become the children of God. You are his beloved child. You're the child of a king, the scripture says. The lie is, I'm just common. The scripture says, no, no, no you're royalty. In Christ, you are royalty. 1 Peter 2.9, we're a royal priesthood. The lie is, I'm powerless, what could I do? The truth is, I am power-filled, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. The lie is I'm condemned, I've blown it, I can never overcome it. The truth is you are forgiven, Ephesians 1, 7. We have forgiveness in him. The lie is I'm useless, what could I offer? 2 Timothy 1, 9 says you're called. That's the truth. The lie is I'm useless, the truth is I'm called. The lie is I'm defeated, the truth is I am victorious, Romans 8, 31 and 32. In fact, since we landed on Romans 8, I have a homework assignment for you because Romans 8 is like one little deal of your identity, okay? You read Romans 8, you will understand your identity. So you have homework this week, read Romans 8. You gonna do your homework? Four of you, yeah. The rest of you, come on! Jeez, you're like, there is no way I'm reading that. Yeah, no, come on, it's one chapter in the Bible. 
You read Romans 8, you will get a crash course in your new identity. You'll realize you are forgiven. You'll realize you're free. You'll realize you're filled. You are sons and daughters of the king. You are overcomers. You are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. And it's all truth, literally gospel truth. And you need to understand that. Because I want to suggest to you, without understanding your new name, your new identity in Christ, you're never going to take seriously the vision that he has for you. It'll always be a hindrance. You'll always hit a ceiling and then slide back down. I want to ask you, who are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the lie or are you going to believe the Father? Because you'll never follow your new vision if you don't embrace your new name. The foundation of a new vi- vision is always a new name. A second question that the new name kind of addresses is whose are you? When God renamed Jacob, he dealt with the question of ownership. Whose are you? With a new name, Jacob became God's. You're set apart, Jacob. I'm going to call you Israel. You can't fulfill God's vision and retain ownership. In fact, actually, we can't even live the life God has for us as followers of Jesus Christ and retain ownership. Isaiah 43, 1 says, but now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. God was claiming ownership. Oh, and by the way, 1 Corinthians 7.23 says of us New Testament believers, you were bought at a price. Do not become slaves of human beings, including yourself. See, the problem is, as long as I retain ownership, I have the option to change the plan. I will never realize God's vision for my life as long as I retain ownership. See, the whole idea is this vision and this new name, Israel, was more It was about a lot more than Jacob getting wealthy. God wanted to use Jacob to change the world, so he became Israel. When we began this ministry, even before, God gave us a vision of this work, and we had to surrender ownership because it was hard. It was hard. When it got hard, we couldn't quit. When it got hard, I couldn't quit because I was God's. The ownership issue had been settled. When God said, I want to do something through you, and he gave a vision of this ministry that in some ways is similar to what we see today, but in some ways very different. And he said, I want to use you and this group of you. I want you to reach people. I want you to make an impact. I want there to be this community that is committed to living real life. When there was nothing. That was exciting. That made my heart beat faster as I thought about families being healed, like the story I just told you, as I thought about lives being changed, as I thought about Christian community and people experiencing real life. That made my heart beat faster. That that was a vision I could get excited about. Like Jacob, I said, God, if you'll do that, man, I'm in. You see, but then it got hard. And then there were some issues in me that God had to wrestle with and some wounds to my flesh that had to happen. And had I retained ownership, I could have walked away and said, no, I'm I'm changing the plan. But the ownership issue has been settled. God, I'm yours. This is yours. My family's yours. My stuff is yours. My resources are yours. My ambitions, goals, and dreams, they're yours. So I don't have the option to change the plan. I'm not the owner. Who's the owner of your vision and your dream? Because when... You deal with the ownership issue, everything else becomes simpler. That's why the foundation of a new vision is a new name. We want to take a quick minute to remind you, you're listening to Real Life Radio with Pastor Sean Azaro of River City Community Church in a series called Do-Over. 
And if you'd like to hear this full, unedited message, it's available right now as a free download at the River City website called reallife.org. Just look for the sermon link. And if you think you'd like to come visit River City, well, here's an invitation from Pastor Sean. Hi, this is Sean Azaro, pastor of River City Community Church. I want to take just a moment and invite you to experience Saturday nights at River City. This new 5 p.m. service will be an exciting and artistic blend of music, reflection, and practical insights all designed to explore the real life that God designed us for. River City is located on Lookout Road right across from Atama Park with entrances on both Lookout and Evans Road. River City is a church for real life, so our home on the web is called reallife.org. To find out more about Saturday nights or our Sunday services, go to reallife.org. We hope to see you soon on the road to real life. Welcome back as we return to a message called A Vision Do-Over. This is Real Life Radio. And the last question, and this is so important, don't miss it. Don't kind of start closing your Bible and go, okay, maybe he's almost done. No, I'm not. You know what it means when a preacher says, and in conclusion, right? Nothing. Doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> the last question is, where are you headed? Where are you headed? And it's the question of direction. Jacob's new name involved a change in direction and priority and in plan. Listen to what 2 Timothy 2.4 says. And just know he's talking to New Testament Christians just like you and me. He says, No soldier is in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. Here's a question. What vision are you organizing your life around? It's one thing to have a vision from God. It's another thing to have a vision from God that causes you to say, you know what? Everything now is negotiable except him. So I'm going to organize my life around his vision. My job, Lord, which job do you want me to take? Which job do you want me to work? My finances, God, what do you want to do with my money? My kids' education, God, where do you want the kids to go to school? Because God, there's a vision, I'm following you. I've settled the identity issue of who I am in you. I've settled the ownership issue that it's all yours, I'm yours. But God, this direction issue now gets real practical. What do you want me to do now differently? Because Jacob began to do everything differently. Every follower of Jesus Christ has had to. And the one reason that so many Christians start out and they have this great vision, and it is a vision from God. You need to know that. It's the Holy Spirit moving and directing and giving hope and insight and leadership for the future. And then they get down the road and it becomes so discouraging. And it's like, what happened? Why didn't it work? Well, let's unpack. Let's take a look at, oh, is that the God? the job that god asked you to take well no but i had to because i had to make x number of dollars i felt like i should take this one but i had i didn't have a choice i had to do that because i had i had i had to oh so, so god couldn't meet those needs through whatever job he gave you god couldn't teach you how to live within what that would have paid and he couldn't have helped you raise the funds to pay whatever you needed to pay he couldn't have done that it's all about your view of god what about how, how you allocate your finances? What about how, how you make your decisions relationally? What about your priorities? All those things now come into play. What vision are you organizing your life around? And so many people are shipwrecked because they don't understand that the direction question is where the rubber meets the road. Remember when Jesus, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago, when Jesus in Luke chapter 5 called Simon Peter and he'd done the huge catch of fish and it was just awesome and they saw who he was. And he said, don't worry, I'm going to make you fishers of men. You remember that? Do you know what they did? Take a look, Luke 5, 11. <clears throat> So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. And they changed the world. 
They didn't fade into obscurity as first century fishermen. No, we're talking about them here today, 2,000 years later. Because they saw a vision and they dealt with the direct question of direction and said, I'm going to leave everything else and follow Jesus. I'm not saying Jesus wants you to leave your job. I'm not saying that, but he might. I don't know. He might want, you might be exactly where he wants you to be. That's awesome. He needs people in all places, all walks of life. What I'm saying is you want to experience the vision God has for you. You want that experience that makes your heart race, that gives you that sense of passion, that lets you know you are part of something bigger than yourself, which is life-giving. Being only about self is life-destructive. But you're part of something bigger than yourself. You want that vision that God prompted you with that you've kind of given up on? Leave everything and follow Jesus. It's not too late. You may be sitting here and you're 70 years old and you think, oh, it's too late. No, it's not. You know, it ain't over till it's over. You're not dead yet. God's not done yet. It's kind of how it goes. So I want to ask you to, I want to ask you to take seriously this thing of vision. This thing is something that God's really been putting on my heart for us. Some questions that I want to give you that you can consider that will help you process. Write these down if you're serious and you want, you want to think about this. A, a question, God, what really matters? What's eternal? You remember Valerie Bell last week, didn't she do a great job talking to us about, you remember the cows? And she had her money that she was saving, her Africa money to buy that small starter herd of cows for that lady. And remember how she said she'd come to decisions and go, what's more important, this vision for Africa that God gave me or this trinket that I want to buy? And when she put it that way, it became a pretty simple decision. That's a great, what, what is eternal? What really matters establishing that kind of makes so many things become clear like we talked about with baby dedication what's eternal what really matters second god what vision do you have for me specifically because there's a general vision for the church for the people of god but then there's a specific thing god what specific thing i just want to say to you, you you know how you discern that you listen in prayer and as you read the word you listen and you look around. And as you're looking around, as you're going through life, you, you pray. And you know, when all of a sudden you see something and you go, somebody should do something about that. Remember what I said last week? Somebody should do something about that. Maybe God's giving you a vision and you should do something about that. That's a great thing. When something moves your heart and you just get mad, that shouldn't be. That righteous indignation, that should not be. Or your, your heart is broken. And you go, oh my gosh, God, somebody should do something that's an indicator write those things down and make them a matter of prayer because maybe that somebody is you and god's showing you a vision bigger than yourself a third question very, this is very important and i want you to take this real seriously who can i talk to and trust to honestly challenge and support me in following this vision because there's gonna be a lot of people who are going to shoot it down right away oh that's ridiculous you never could do that Oh, come on, it's you, please. Yeah, you need to get away from those people, okay? Those are the voices you need to silence. Those are the voices quoting the lies. You need to find some people. Who are the people who are mature believers, who will help you discern, who will help you process, who will shine the light of Scripture with you, who you can trust to challenge you, which being challenged is good, but to support you. And to say, you know what, that does sound like God. Yep, that's biblical. That does fit you. Yep, you should do that. We need those people in our lives. Who are those people? Make, make that 
list so you know them. Those are the people you pray with. Those are the people you bounce this off of as you seek the vision God gave you. The team's prepared a song. It's talking about the light is coming. And that's really what vision is about, God turning the light on. And so as they share this song, I just want you to take a few moments and process this. What vision has God given you that maybe you've abandoned? What vision is God putting on your heart even now? That your prayer is, God, give me the courage to follow you. Because, folks, God didn't create us to kind of just make it through the week, have a little fun on the weekend, and then start over. God created us, Scripture says, to do good works, to make a difference, I dare say, to influence eternity. The big question is, are we going to let him?
question we want to leave you with. What are you going to do? What are you going to believe? Because the light has come. And I just want you to really grasp and embrace that, man, God has a vision for me. He really does. Understand something. I don't want to in any way soft sell, so I'm going to leave you with this, this thing. I hope you got that from the message. I want to leave you with this idea that what it means is a new name. <laughs> and that means things are going to change. I got to deal with the identity issue, the ownership issue, and the direction issue. But man, when you do, you discover he created me, he knows me, and I can trust him. And man, God doesn't want to take from me. He doesn't want to wound me. He doesn't want my he doesn't want my life to be less because of following him. He wants your life to be more than you ever imagined possible. So will you trust him and let him give you a new name? Thank you, Pastor Sean Azaro. You've been listening to Real Life Radio in this series called Do Over. If you'd like to hear the full unedited message all over again and this series, it's available right now as a free download when you find the sermons link at reallife.org. But of course, you're always invited to come visit and join us at River City Community Church, located on Lookout Road right behind Rotama Park. See all the details, directions, and service times, including the new Saturday night service, also at reallife.org. If you'd like to call the church, the number is 210-490-5262. As Real Life Radio is a service of River City Community Church, we hope you join us again next time for more Real Life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.